Serving up a healthy dose of news, traffic, and engaging opinion. This is Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML. Well, there is a uh, recent study out from McMaster University and really interesting stuff here because it has found that orienteering could help delay cognitive decline tied to dementia. So let's dive into that with the lead author of the study, Emma Waddington, a graduate student at McMaster University. Emma, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Maybe let's set the baseline. What exactly is orienteering? So orienteering is a pretty unique sport. It's a sport that combines exercise with map and compass navigation. And not only does exercise massively help our brain function, but adding in a spatial navigation challenge can help give us more bang for our buck. So when you're thinking of this sport, how do you, in your own mind, think, you know what, this could help people that uh, maybe have uh, a path toward dementia and this could potentially help. How did you put those two together? So in aging or in dementia, our spatial memory takes a pretty hard hit due to the breakdown of the brain. And if you think of our modern lives, we have this over-reliance on GPSs. So that's not really helping our brain very much. If we think of a muscle, if we don't work out that muscle for some time, it gets weak. And the same goes for our brain. If we don't use those spatial abilities, we risk losing them. So that's kind of where orienteering comes in. And it's that combination of the exercise that's good for our brain health and that navigation, which is um, not used in modern society. So it's it's really, really helpful for the brain in that in that sense. So how did you apply this in the study mode? What did you get people to do? We had, uh, we gathered participants aged 18 to 87 years old who had a various, varying level of orienteering experience from, um, no experience at all to, uh, expert level. And we gathered their responses to questionnaires and we found that regardless of their age, sex, or physical activity levels, those with expert skill level reported better perceptions of their spatial memory and used superior navigational techniques compared to the controls. Did older participants fare better because they're more used to, I guess, maybe in past years, looking at a map and and figuring out how it works? That's a that's a really good speculation, and I think uh, it's a it's an area that requires a little bit more research. There's some suggestion that. Uh, training in orienteering can improve cognitive function even in novices and we're testing that in our lab right now but it would be really interesting to see what older adults uh, tend to do spatially um, and navigationally and we also hope to look at that in our lab uh, in the future. Our guest on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML, Emma Waddington, lead author of the study, a graduate student at McMaster University. So should we all just throw our GPSs out the window and get back to maps? I, I don't think we have to throw them out completely, but uh, what I think I want to emphasize is that it's never too late to start training your brain by adding even in a simple cognitive challenge to your daily life. So changing up a walking route you do all the time, turn that GPS off when you know where you're going, or even exploring a new area can help uh, help help the brain a little bit. Is it important that you're moving while you're doing this? Can you simply just do a crossword puzzle or a word search? Would that have the same sort of benefits? 
both doing a cognitive task or exercising separately are really good for the brain itself, but they work on different pathways that lead to the same end results. So doing them at the same time is is pretty important, but you can separate them and still have a little bit of uh, effect there. Would you also get the same impact if you're just exploring a new place within the city, maybe going to a park or uh, a, a new trail you've never been to? Does, are you seeing the same kind of level of, you know, sparks in the brain that you would with some kind of orienteering task? We haven't directly examined this, but when you explore a new area, you're you're tapping into these spatial systems that you don't really get to use in that in that modern life when you're following a GPS. And that self-directed exploration and navigation is what's really important rather than following a, a GPS or um, directions that you've you've written up. Really interesting. So what's next for you and this uh, and this path? Uh, so like I said, we're, we are really interested in the effects of training and orienteering uh, acutely, so a one-time shot in people who've never done orienteering before. So we're testing how cognitive function changes after an orienteering intervention in young adults in our lab right now. If someone's at home listening to this and they're thinking, wow, I got to give this a shot, can they simply get a map and you know figure out where they have to go? Yeah, so it could be as simple as even using Google Maps, but without the self-guided uh, direction. So say you need to go fi- find a new place, you can uh, figure out your, your turns just using that map without the direction. Um, Hamilton also has a really ga- great orienteering club. It's called Don't Get Lost Adventure Running. We have a kids program and programs for adults. Um, so that would be a really great place to start if you're really interested in getting into orienteering itself. What's the website for Don't Get Lost? Uh, don'tgetlost.org. Easy enough. Emma, thank you very much for guiding us through this uh, through this trip. You're very welcome. Wake up with the information you need to get the most out of your day. You're listening to Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML.